The big idea, Jesus never unintentionally reacted emotionally. Our weekly identity statement, I do not have to instinctively react to situations. I can choose the best response and learn to respond like Christ. And our memory verse, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. Jesus wept. Jesus experienced grief and sorrow. Jesus experienced sadness, and not just one time. In John chapter 11, we read, When Jesus saw her weeping, Mary, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. There's a lot to see here. Jesus was deeply moved. You might say that his heart was broken, that he was troubled. He saw the pain that death had caused Mary, and it crushed him. Even knowing what he was going to do when they get to the tomb, Jesus weeps that death has taken one of his close friends. You can see by his response that he loved Lazarus. Jesus knows what it feels like to lose a loved one. He knows what it feels like to walk with someone who has lost a loved one. He has walked through the valley of the shadow of death and knows how it crushes the deepest parts of who we are. This wasn't the only time Jesus wept. In Luke chapter 19, as he was approaching Jerusalem, heading to the city to give himself up in exchange for our redemption, he stops and looks at the city and says this, As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. Jesus wept over his city. It was his city to rule, and and yet he knew they would reject him as their rightful king. He also knew what was going to happen to them because of their rejection, that they were going to be destroyed from every side, complete and utter destruction. So he wept. He didn't want this for his people and his town. He wanted them to make the right choice, but they wouldn't. Jesus knows what sadness is. He knows what disappointment feels like. He knows what it is to have hopes for someone else and yet to see them willfully choose to embrace their rebellion instead of their redemption. He knows the heartache that comes from choosing death over life. He knows sadness. But again, with Jesus, he never just reacted emotionally. His emotions always produced a desire in him to carry out his mission. In John chapter 11, verse 38, after he weeps, we see Jesus at the tomb, and again, he's deeply moved. He told them to take away the stone because he was going to resolve this problem. And then, in the ultimate act, he gave his life for Jerusalem's rebellion. Even though they rejected him and he wept over them, he still died for them. He was stirred emotionally, but he was stirred to action. We, on the other hand, often uh, tend to wallow in our sadness. 
We allow the sadness to take over completely. I know I have. But that's not God's desire for us. Yes, be sad. Yes, grieve. Jesus did. But yes, move on. Yes, let the grief stir you to do something. This is what I enjoy about memorial services. Because we are sad and grieving, it causes us to evaluate our own lives. And if we take advantage of the opportunity, God will use the grief of this loss to add depth to our resolve for his kingdom cause. The emotion of sadness is acceptable, but it's not the point. No emotion is ever the point. They all serve a purpose of drawing us into a deeper relationship with the Father and living out his mission. Our daily scripture focus is John chapter 11, verse 33 through 36. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him, he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine yourself losing a close friend. Imagine the pain and grief that accompanies the loss. Imagine how it affects you and others who are close to you. Imagine feeling pain because people reject you. Where does that pain take you? Second, reflect. Have you found yourself stuck in sadness over a loss? Have you found yourself refusing to be sad and grieve? What role has sadness played in your relationship with God? Third, repent. See yourself having a change of heart and a change of mind about what God has entrusted to you. See yourself refusing to allow sadness to distract you from knowing the Father. See God using that sadness to deepen your relationship with himself. And finally, thank God. Thank God for deep love. Thank God that he has experienced the pain of loss.